destination for Boston sports fans. 93.7 WEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston, an Odyssey station. This has been a presentation of Odyssey, powered by the Beat the Streak podcast with new tips daily to help you win a $5.6 million prize. Listen on the Odyssey app and wherever you find your podcasts. There's a drive hammered the deep left center field. Back by the wall, and it is gone! J.D. Martinez running hard now slows it down as he hits his first home run since July 10th. Number 10 on the season. That had to feel great for J.D. And it's 4-2 Tampa Bay. Well, he always runs hard, Joe, but I, I think he is sort of in disbelief that it went out. It's been so long. He was sprinting all the way till he got to second base. And the pitch is swung on, hit deep toward left field, back by the wall, and this one is into the monster seats. Paredes with his second home run of the game, his 18th of the year, and it's a two-run shot. It is 4-1 Rays. Devers sends it to center. That ball is caught, and that ends the game as Siri made the catch. And for the Red Sox, every starter except Devers and Kike Hernandez had a hit. So the Rays salvage one win in this series. They defeat the Red Sox on this beautiful Sunday afternoon in the Fens, 12-4, the final. Uh, just when you started to get your hopes up about the Red Sox potentially sweeping this series, it starts to look ugly like when they were losing. How are you doing? It's KJ. It's Red Sox Review. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Sox lose to the Rays 12-4. Now, granted, they still win the series, but tell me now, if you if you feel this way, do you think that the Red Sox, the way they look today and their pitching staff, as taggered as it is in these middle innings, has a real shot to even pinch or even get this within two games of the wild card spot, that last one? Does it? It, does, it doesn't feel that way. And so at one point, the bats were kind of, you know, uh, but it's always been the pitching. I've said since day one, since uh, since the season started, this pitching is going to be a problem. The whole idea of trying to put together guys in the middle of the game to, to try and piece together, you know, it was like seven pitcher no-hitters, except for not a no-hitter, but just seven pitchers in a game and still winning a game. No. Just to give you an idea of, how it's going for the Red Sox, despite some good things still happening. Okay, today they had 13 hits, but they gave up three runs in the sixth, four in the eighth. Game before, gave up a, had eight hits, gave up one in the gave up a run in the eighth. 16 hits the night before, gave up four in the eighth. 15 hits the day before that, gave up a run in the tenth. Nine hits the day before that, gave up a run in the tenth again. Nine hits again after that, gave up eight in the third. Seven hits gave up third in the gave up three in the eighth. Twelve hits gave up two in the seventh, one in the ninth. Nineteen hits and gave up four in the fourth and five in the fifth. Five hits gave up two in the fifth and in the sixth. And then two games before that gave up three in the eighth. Plenty of hits. 
It's just that the bullpen is giving it back. Now, a name I brought up at the beginning of the season is like, you know, okay, Heim, if you're going to do this kind of, I don't want to spend a lot of money. I, I kind of want to do a little bit of a rehab project, but you know, not not a blown, not a blown knee, or this guy's had this arm surgically repaired, you know, by Tommy John himself. Maybe someone like a Zach Greinke, 36, 37 years old, has some experience, went back to Casey just kind of for, I don't know, the love of it. And next thing you know, he's doing okay. He did okay until, you know, hit a wall. But you need guys like that who are not already or have fallen apart already. All right. I'll get into some of the numbers involving some of these relievers to just show you not only how bad it is with your eyes, but from the metrics, what I try not to look at. But right now, Alex Cora is ready for his pro scheme. Let's go to Alex Cora. Yeah, they put some good swings on it, hit the ball in the air. Um, it was a grind today. Uh, you could tell. Uh, made some good pitches and sort of, I mean, the fastball to Paredes, the first one just tell in right there in his, uh, you know, power zone, hit out of the ballpark. Um, just some good swings at some pitches in the middle of the zone. Sort of attributes, you know, lack of success. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's one of those, uh, and hopefully, you know, we can we can figure it out. But uh, it, it seems like I always talk about his fastball. I, I do believe his fastball plays, and then regardless of. Where the velo is, we saw some 95s today, right, at one point, but kind of like establishing that and going from there, um, I think they did a good job hitting off-speed pitches in the zone, and that's that's how it works in this division, you know, like in any division, I think. You you have an idea what's, what he's going to try to do, you know, stay away from the edges, look for some certain pitches, and I think they, they didn't miss him tonight, you know, and uh, it's been like that you know, the last month, month and a half, right? So... Uh, you know, just got to keep working, see if we if we find tendencies against certain teams or it's just a matter of executing. So we'll keep working with them. Yeah, I mean, good swing. He, he's, his swing's been getting better, a lot tighter, not chasing so many uh, pitches. And that at bad, you know, he lay off the 0-1 breaking ball, 1-0 breaking ball. He got a two-seamer and put a good swing on it. So, um, you know, little by little. He's been putting quality at bats and hitting the ball hard, so those are good signs. Some struggling here, and no one's preparing in the bullpen. today? Very limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he got the first out. The the, the fly ball series, we, we have to make that play. You know, put him in a bad spot right there. You know, that's something we talk. I talked to Doogie. You know, like you got to take charge. It's pop up priority. You know, and. Uh, can't let Frenchy try to make that play. That's that's a play that the outfield has to make. That's two outs right there, and uh, probably a different inning. But at the same time, we got to throw strikes. We got to put people ahead, and I mean, put people away, and we didn't do it. No, no. I mean, uh, I think they're saving the bullpen, and. Uh, it is what it is, you know. They manage their team the way they manage. I know uh, the Dodgers are doing the same thing. Um, you know, I think we got some capable arms up by 10 that we can use, you know, Bobby and Alex, you know. I mean, maybe we'll try it at one point now, but I don't have it wrong. I don't have it wrong. I think we'll probably difficult in a year, but 
feels like this year. You talk about being short with them a lot. Has, has it felt that way for you? Has this, has this year been more of a grind? Yes, yes. I mean, uh, it's sometimes... Like I say, it gets to a point, you know, with the starters, right? Like, when they go short over and over, over again, then you're very short, and uh, it's, it's one of those. You know, we got to take care of other guys, too. You know, like, Witt in this situation, when we can use him or not. But we went through it last year. But uh, it, it's been a challenge for, for, for everybody. So it's one of those that you, you don't like, but you got to keep going. you got to keep grinding. Command. I mean, everything's command, I think. Um, you know, 94, 95, the stuff is still there. But, he, 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 you know, you, you see flashes, but it's not consistent enough. Uh, you know, but I think it's more about the command. Um, you see the the whip. You see the walks. You see the counts, right? And, uh, you know, he hasn't been able to put people away. So, so something that you consider doing yourself, the, the position player? Mm, we'll see. We haven't had too many chances like that. This season. We we too many games like that to be honest with you, and that's you know like for how good it was the series is a bad taste you know. But tomorrow we gotta go to Minnesota win that first one. Uh, you know, you win every series from now on. It's eighty six. I want to say eighty seven, right around there. You guys can do the math. Uh, but yeah, we you know we're in a bad spot. We are, but. You know, you just got to show up tomorrow and win that game and win the series and keep moving, keep moving forward. And then, and, and, you know, for how bad he was today, we accomplished our, our mission. But when you got chances to sweep people, you got to play better than that. And, um, you know, it's a little bit disappointed, you know, for the whole group, you know, including me that, you know, like, yeah, we, we, we're better than this. We're a lot better. We show, we show flashes. The last four games have been solid. And then that happened. So we, we can't have that. It has happened a lot this season. So I just got to move forward now, hop on the plane, be ready for tomorrow. Alex Core press conference post game after that 12 4 loss to Tampa. Uh, still win the series, two out of three on their way to Minnesota. One thing I, I do want to kind of mention that Alex Core mentioned in that post game is about Pavetta's velocity and the speed on his fastball. When it started dropping down to 91 and 92, I was like, this is an issue. And where I learned about what that magic number is, I might take you back here about 20 years ago when when Manny Ramirez first came to the Red Sox, they were doing an interview with him. Forgive me, I can't remember what channel it was on. But Manny Ramirez said that anything that comes in and I'm at 93, whether it's in on his hands or across the plate, he can drive it anywhere. And that's 20 years ago. So if Manny Ramirez is telling you 20 years ago that he can rock a 93-mile-an-hour fastball, what do you think is going to happen to one that's 91 and 92? And that's what it started happening, and that's what Core was saying. You get to 94, 95, even it's a mile or two per hour, it makes a huge difference in terms of timing and swing and being able to contact, and whether it's just a ground ball and a, a number or if it's bouncing and screaming off the monster. The monster was screaming today. It was like, dang, wong, dang, wong. And that's because of the inconsistency. I mean, listen to the hard hit percentage rate of the pitchers on this staff. All right. The league average is 38%. Brazier, 47%. Sarah Moore, 46%. Winkowski, 46%. Pavetta, 47%. You saw three of those today. You saw three of them today. Hard hit. Look at the wall. The ones who were below, Schreiber, Walker, uh, Waka, Crawford, Whitlock, Hill. 
Red Sox review, 617-779-7937. Text line, 37937. It's KJ. Thank you so much for being here. Look, this series with Minnesota, Minnesota's been struggling recently, but if you're if you're the Sox and you take today's game, even if you take it in a 5-4, a 5-4 win, it makes a statement saying that the bullpen was able to hold up its part of the game and they didn't leak oil and you sweep a series from a team that's ahead of you in this wild card race. Now you go to Minnesota, you've got a little juice behind you because you didn't get absolutely beat down the way you did today. And you say, okay, if you could get that first one and maybe even the second or third one, then kind of mission accomplished. But now it feels like sweep has to come up, not just winning series, but some of these series are going to have to be swept. I, I said that, hey, the Sox golden chance to turn things around, despite everything that had happened, was the beginning of that Pittsburgh series. You sweep Pittsburgh, you sweep Baltimore, you're probably a game and a half ahead of Baltimore, beat them directly. Minnesota was starting their swoon down. Tampa was kind of in a flux, and then look what's just happened to Toronto. Toronto's just been swept. So you could be a team that's two, maybe three games off of the final wild card spot instead of this consistent falling back, which I don't care, eight games of anything, you can't catch up. You're literally looking at a kid who has a 70 average and has promised his mom he's going to come home with a B plus. It's just too much to stretch and too much to do at this point. And I, I just, if I'm Alex Cora, I just hope that I run into a lot of bad bats, maybe Texas when they come to town next week, but I'm just hoping I run into a lot of bad bats and I can win a lot of games 8-6, 10-7, because that's just the reality of it. With this bullpen, is just it's just absolutely leaking. Leaking. I mean, the strikeout percentage, the league average is 22%, Southmore 18%. Uh, yeah, it was more like, you know, sour more of. That's really what you saw out there today. The urgency. You, sometimes you even just want to see emotion. Like, are you even mad that you just gave up three runs? Like, I mean, I, I get remaining stoic. Where's the emotion? Where's the frustration that everybody else is having? And as the fan, you have to ask yourself, like, how much more rope do you give this team? Like, the the, the hope rope, if you will, is all these games they still have against Toronto and Tampa and New York, and they can climb, and all these, they only have nine games against teams that, that have nothing to play for. Well, what if you start becoming that team that seems like you have nothing to play for? You don't think these other teams are prepared? It's like, hey, you know, let's just get let's get the Sox to the middle innings. Let's get them to their bullpen. You, you might start seeing a lot of watched pitches. Get that pitch count up. What if your core, you, you've got your guy who's gone 75 pitches, it might be around the fifth inning. You have to start making decisions. Do, do I go to this bullpen with Familia and, and Brazier and Sour Mora? You know, Schreiber's been a, a savior for some in some capacity that you know you didn't expect. And you're not gonna bring if you're not gonna bring back young fielding players, you know, players in the field from Worcester, because we've seen that experiment and it didn't work. But you have a decent, solid Major League Baseball team out there on the offensive end. And I don't know what to call it you have in pitching in terms of, uh, is, is it Major League? Is it Major League 2? Is it Major League? Is, is, it, is it Bad News Bears go to Japan? Tell me. I, I don't know. It's just bad. And I, I just don't know how you piece together Humpty that's slowly coming apart. Now, if, if, if there's anything, I would say, hey, look, the Sox could make a good offensive run in the next week if they can win 
six out of you know six out of seven between this Minnesota and Texas series, then you can relook at the landscape and figure out like, okay, do the sacks have a real chance? But if they're still sitting five, six games back from the last wild card spot and they do all that, then what's the point? What's the point? 617-779-7937, text line 37937, Red Sox review, it's KJN. Uh, Red Sox lose 12-4 today. They still take the series. Uh, let's go to Phil in New Bedford. You believe that the Sox, I'm, I'm not even going to believe what I just read here. I just want you to say it out loud. Phil, go ahead. Okay. I haven't spoke to you since like early spring, KJ. I think okay. it was like the first week of baseball. Okay. Re- in June, third week in June, seven weeks ago, seven and a okay. half weeks ago, and, and somebody and you, had said to me, the so Red you, Sox you, would be the spoiler in the East. That's where I see him right now. The you know, there's, there's no way I see, because if you remember at the beginning of the season, I created a song called Who Can Relieve Now? And it was just guys just coming in and going out. It's just like, who are we, we going to throw to the Wolves? And that hasn't yeah. changed. It got better for a little bit, but now it hasn't changed. It seems to have gotten worse. Because at one point, you know, Hansel Robles, it was just kind of like, oh, my gosh, brother, get out of there. Bad news, but, BS, go to Greenland. Okay, but, yeah, but is, is Jerry's familiar, the new Hansel Robles? You know, like, so... My concern, and is this moving forward, is how are you going to be the spoiler in the division when you can't even be a spoiler in the sixth and seventh and eighth innings? You can't think, you know what would be a spoiler? Like, think, you know, that's why so many people were so excited with Rich Hill's performance yesterday. You would have thought the guy threw a no no, but people were just so excited to see. Little pieces here and there of it, yeah. Yeah, but, but, you know, my mind started picking that up. But look, Phil, that's like me in my schoolwork, like getting all D's and one day I get a B on a quiz, right? Like, mm-hmm. I can't celebrate. I can't believe that now because I got a B on a quiz that suddenly I'm going to pass these coming tests. I just got lucky that one day. Now, Rich Hill served up a great game yesterday, and it was really something that the fans deserve to see, like consistent one, two, three innings and no blow-up disaster in the sixth and seventh inning. I mean, for God's sakes, there was still four what eight, four runs given up in the eighth the other day, even yep. though there was a win. You know, it's like what, what can you not? Let me go through that again, just to, just to get to you across again. How bad it's been, despite the amount of hits they had. Thirteen hits today. They gave up three in the sixth, four in the eighth. They gave up one in the Man, eighth. I would be they, so proud of you right now. This whole game. This whole, well, no, but, this whole no, but, no, but I mean, but look, it's like it's like you can have all these hits. So the offense is there, and I've always said offense comes and goes, but pitching has to remain the same. But you're giving up a run in the tenth two nights in a row. You give up eight in the third in the Toronto series, three in the eighth. So it's like I would rather see if things go wrong, go wrong early, right? If you're going to give up the five run inning, do it in the second. At least give the chance for the team to catch up. Give but when you you're giving, to kind of stack up, sure. Yes, but but when it's happening in the sixth, in the seventh, in the eighth, it's suddenly like, oh, I didn't know I had a sixty eight average in the finals coming. Like your your one hundred on a final is still not going to get you the B. It's not, and that's why I cannot see how the Red Sox can now at this point be any type of spoiler. When when all these other teams are on spoiler alert, right? Minnesota right now, they are hungry for wins. If you're the Red Sox, you got to go in there and punch them in the mouth, get two out of three. If you can sweep, great. If you get two out of three, that's important. If you lose that first one, if you're a Red Sox, those head, that head goes into the shoulders. That, it, just, it just does. Because now when the Texas series comes next week, oh, how embarrassing would it be if that series is a 2-2 split? I, I, I can't see how they're going to be. And they, mm, I, I just don't see it. I'm sorry, my friend. I'm sorry, I just don't see it. Thanks for the call. 
Yeah. Spoiler, that's that hope rope I'm talking about. I think we can make it across this little cavernous area while your shoes are soaking wet and the rope is splitting. You might be able to make it across. I would hope so. I think Alex Cora has a talent that puts him as top five manager in the league. He just has a really bad grocery list when it comes to, like you know, some some stores, you know, you go to some places you go for some meats and some places you go for condiments, right? He's got a really bad meat aisle in the sixth, seventh, and eighth inning, in these middle innings when it comes to pitching. And I feel for him. I feel for him. 617-779-7937, text line 37937, Red Sox Review with KJ. All right, coming back, we'll finish up Red Sox Review and get an outlook of what it looks like for the Red Sox here over the next 10 games and what they have to do. Thanks very much for hanging out. Everything Boston Red Sox. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. Well, four to Tampa. Red Sox lose 12 4 to Tampa today. They still win the series two out of three, but you would want to have had a sweep. The way the season's going, how far are you back in the wild card situation? It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. Yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to figure out how does Alex Clore not go to sleep at night and just wake up in a cold sweat and say, I woke up, it was the top of the seventh, and I had to put somebody in, I had to put Sarah Moore in. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Andrew in the car. You think it's all over for Cora? Yeah, I think it's all over. I'm coming back. It was a beautiful day for, for baseball, but the field was terrible. Somebody else, give me a refund, and I kind of agree with them. I think it's time for a reset. I think for Alex, it's, it's done. It's been a nice run, but we got to reset this entire team, and I'm curious what you guys think about that. Thanks for the call, Andrew. Yeah, it, You know, it's, it's, it's kind of similar to what the Bruins just did, right? Like, Okay, you, you have a guy who's a winner, and then you don't provide them necessarily with winning pieces to move forward, and so you get rid of him? Yeah, you get rid of the guy upstairs. That's really the thing. And so that's what you see with the Bruins. You're like, we're going to do one last hurrah. You know how the hurrah is going to end. And unfortunately, you know how this season is most likely going to end. And you would have to say, okay, one, who would do a better job than Alex Cora, right? It's just no different in dating. If you go get somebody better, they better be better with who you're with. And two, is the problem not something bigger than the manager? Is it not? Is it not the construct of Heim Bloom to go get Band-Aid and Neosporin pitchers and try and put them back to put them back together? I mean, look at James Paxton. My gosh, you know, hey, can't wait for him to come and hit this year. Him and Sale come in. It could be an interesting situation. They even give Paxton his, they extend his option after doing some warm-ups. Tears his lat out for the season. Now you got to wait until going into next season. It's like, well, you and Chris Sale seem to be kind of in that same boat already. And Sale isn't here. Look, for goodness sakes, like even the Chris Sale situation, I know Heim didn't bring Chris Sale here, but there's no value in him. There's no, there's no, I will guarantee there's not any Major League Baseball team saying, we will take Chris Sale off of your hands. For as little as possible. You just don't see it. And so that's supposed to be your ace, and he's not there. Then Paxton's supposed to be this kind of reclamation project, and he hasn't made it here yet. Then you got these pieces in between that are just kind of thrown out there. And guess what? Cora's got to play him. What was he going to do? I mean, my goodness. Like, probably like if there's kind of like a silver lining to this cloud, is we figured out what Matt Barnes can do. He can, he's a really good setup guy. Set up, 
there's nothing really to set up if you're giving up you know, four runs in the eighth. What are you setting up for? Let's go to David in the car. He thinks it's a time for a reset as well. You're on WEI Red Sox Review. Thanks for the call, David. You're welcome. Thank you for taking the call. So, now, it is time for a reset. Here's how I look at it. You know, everybody's blaming Bloom, and that's all fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, your manager it's not, but it's not fine. It's not fine and dandy. Cora can't go out there and pitch the 6th, 7th, and 8th. He can't. These are the these know, as Bell, as Parcell what? said. These are the groceries that were presented to him. If you've got a banana that's about to go black tomorrow and just go rotten on you, you you got to use it now. Exactly. But here's my thing: most of these guys are the same guys we had last year. So what the hell happened? His, we brought Cora back. He won a championship. We brought him back. You know, last year they almost won it, but John Farrell won a championship. We didn't bring him back. So you can't just go, oh, you know, Cora won us the championship on 2018 or 2019, whatever that was. That's all great. But now it's like the team is not performing. At the end of the day, just like in business, management has to be accountable. And it's not just one manager. You know, he's the manager on the field. He he can't get the guys to play. There's a problem. Let's move on. Let's Let's just rebuild this whole team, starting with him, including him, I should say. Yeah, thanks for the call. Yeah, so – if, if, but the talent evaluator probably has to be tapped on the shoulder, brought in the office. If you're going to be making changes. That's Heim Bloom. Hey, listen to this extra base percentage across across what's going on with the Red Sox right now. Because when they when I see relievers come in, I'm like, wow, guys are rounding first a lot. The league average is seven and a half percent extra base hit percentage. Brazier twelve percent. Rich Hill, 10%. Winkowski, 9.5. Crawford, 9.2. Pavetta, 7.7. The league average is 7.5. So, reliever, starter, kind of a starter, kind of a starter, starter. Extra base, hit, extra base hits all day. If, if, if you're getting into a situation, and a lot of them are with two outs, that that's like, what, what can a manager do when you can't get people out with two outs. Like, that's like pulling up to the prom and, and your date saying, hey, I'll meet you there. And guess what? They're not there. All right, Red Sox on their way to Minnesota. Three-game series. They've got to get two out of three. By the end of the week, they've got to also have swept Texas just to give those who are standing on the Red Sox hope rope hope again. It felt so good yesterday with Rich Hill. If. It felt like we went to a damn revival. Now it feels like we've got gasoline drawers heading right back to hell. Thank you so much, Jackson Burns, for producing. Bridget Proof for putting all the Red Sox highlights and pieces together. I appreciate the work you guys do. Have a great Sunday. We'll try it again tomorrow. See ya. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original.